hidden behind closed doors. This is Beer Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. Michael, what movie are we discussing today? Oh boy. 1976's The People Who Own the Dark. And Jason, what are we drinking with this? Today we are sponsored by Single Speed Brewing, and we're drinking Tip the Cow Cocoa Espresso Milk Stout from Cheers. Iowa. Yes, sir. Cheers, well, I'm buddy. Cheer you with my glass rather than a can. This is your first time having it, correct? That is correct. Yeah, this is their flagship. That's, That's nice. just roasty, Coffee. smooth. Yeah, yeah. This is a. Uh, this is such. a, I love this. What's beer. that term? Um, mouth. Mouthfeel. Yeah. It's not a fan of that word. Yeah, no. It's a just, weird word. It I, is, I try not to use it. The the more I hear it, the more I get used to it because it's it's a thicker taste. Yes. Because it's, I, 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 it's I'd good. say creamy. Yeah, yeah, this is, I'm glad you creamy. like it. Creamy, very creamy. I mean, it, and it's great. It's a breakfast beer because it's it, got very much a, a coffee roasty. You saw me walk in. I've only had one cup of coffee today and I thought, well, now I get no, my second. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the people who own the dark, this is a stout. Dark. It's a it's a dark movie, and at one point, one of the characters does drink milk. <laughs> yes, bad milk. And, and you know what? We don't see any cows. Yeah. So that's another tie-in. We got a lot. Okay, I'm wearing it. This one's my pick. Um, Why? I this again. Rando search. I saw people who own the dark. Spanish seventies. A lot of good horror in that time. I thought reading it, there's a little bit of like bait and switch with this one. I thought yeah. this was going to be a little more Omega Man, a little more horror, where this is, I mean, this is like a take on society. This is a class kind of tale, and it's sort of ridiculous. I think the biggest crime this movie commits is that it's pretty boring. Yes. There's an, uh, the, the version that most of us see, it's an hour and 22 minutes. We were both clock watching. We've talked about this. So it's mine. But, you know, there are a few things that I do like about it, a few things we're going to talk about it. So here we go. Well, spo- spoiler first. Spo- yes, yeah, spoiler but, alert. So you watched the YouTube version, right? Yeah, I, hour, hour and 22, the American version. Yeah. There is. I watched the Internet Archive. It's really bad VHS rip because it looks did like Did you even 70s. look at the YouTube one? I did not. It's not that bad. Okay. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, there is a longer version, the European version. Don't bother yeah. because it's not, oh, there's a whole bunch of, like, there are some beautiful women in this movie. True. And there is some nudity. Uh, but Very it's, briefly. It's not a whole bunch of nudity or a whole bunch of violence added. What we ended up finding out was a, a, a bunch of talking, yeah. which this movie don't need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't need more people just standing around a villa talking. No, exactly. The, the first time I had texted you, I had read about this movie, and there's a rumor that the longer cut has a lot more soft core element. In it. And then I was reading a couple film historians who tracked it down and like, nope, that that's not the case at all. <laughs> I, I think the filmmakers did that so they maybe drum up a bit of interest, you know? Because going into this, I think we were both thinking this could be kind of a cool movie, right? Um, I, I, I mean, well, here's the thing. I've I'm never gla- seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah. I'm glad you chose it because Paul Nashi, is that what you say his last name? I would say Nashi. Yeah, he is... Would you say like Spain's version of Vincent Price, like from the 60s and 70s? He was I, known for all these horror movies. He was a horror guy, yeah. but I wouldn't necessarily put him on Vincent no, Price's level. Spain's but he was version. he was your working man, you <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah, he was he was in a lot of horror movies in, yeah. in the 60s and 70s. I've seen a couple. I saw the the Hunchback, I can't remember the name, where it's very Lovecrafty and everything like that. 
So I was glad that we chose a movie yeah. that had him in it because we haven't Because you haven't seen it. it, right? No, no. So Okay, so you're saying when you when I picked it and said, hey, we're going to watch this, you looked at it and you went, well, this is trash? Well, I, or, I, I said, number one, I said, oh, it's cool that's Paul Nashie's yeah. in it. And then I read like comments like, this is a softcore Marquis de Sade movie. And then I'm like, what are we going to be watching? And I started <laughs> watching it like, who wrote that that little blur because it's See, so I, far from the truth that I just saw it. I did. And I, that's usually how I, I do. I, I watch it. Then I go start doing research. Like I saw this on a list, picked it. I went, this is sort of the, you know, short synopsis, not doing a lot of digging. And I thought, Oh, this is sort of a take on the Omega man where these people, you know, and it had, you know, the night of the living dead, of course, is also a comparison. Crazies. Yeah. Except they're not, there's a bunch of people go blind. Here's the plot. A bunch of hoity-toities, a bunch of bourgeois, government people, scientists, they gather at this villa where this sort of pimp brings these gorgeous women. They have these parties, and they're just these Bacchanals, these Dionysian. They they worship the Marquis de Sade. So they go into the cellar, have orgy, take drugs, and it's supposed to be this whole thing, which we never really see. And I find it funny that they make them wear masks because there's about five guys there. And, and Jason, if, 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 you, if you're hanging out, you and four other dudes, and then you walk out of the room, put masks on, come back in, it's, this isn't, you know, eyes wide shut where there's hundreds of people and you don't know. I feel like that's usually why you wear the mask. Well, so I think part of the mask, it goes that this whole idea of this nuclear holocaust, this, because if you look at some of those mask faces, when you think back to even... Um, even though what had didn't have to do it, but the haunted palace, like what radiation did in fifties and sixties movies, they made their faces look like that. Cause I'm thinking why choose those grotesque masks? Well, the one guy's a pig. It, yeah. And I, I think yeah. part of it's because they're re- part of this too, even though I think um, the director, Leon Klumowski. Yeah. It, this is a very dull movie. I think he's trying to hit you over the head with a lot of symbols from ants. Oh. Like, like we start with a focus on the eye. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be important. Lily's <laughs> like, eye. Let's hit you over the head with a lot of things. Oh, it was. That's why I thought, the. I mean, who knows with the mask, but I thought, oh, those look like when you had the 50s and 60s sci-fi, when radiation would hit you, their faces look droopy yeah, and melting. Yeah, because Vasily like, or Basily, Vasily, his is very grotesque, yeah. and one guy has the pig mask, which yeah. he puts Roberts. on later. Yeah, Robertson. Yeah. They call him Roberts, but in any, let's call him Roberts. Yeah, let's call him Roberts. He's always listed as Robertson, yeah. but they call him Roberts yeah. throughout. So yeah, they gather there, and as they're gathering, one of the guys is a scientist. We sort of find out the Russians. There's <laughs> Russians, we know, because when we meet them, they focus on a portrait of Lenin. Yeah, there's Lenin, and off the side, there's Marx. And yes. they refer to the people as comrade. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. so we're, these are Russians? Is like, that a thing? Yeah. I would love to meet an, a Russian of a certain age and say, did you guys really go around calling each other comrade, you know? But uh, but this, I, I guess he's like the ambassador or the, you know, some Russian ambassador yeah he says i'm a beat in town everything's cool he tells tells his assistant this is really cruel he tells his assistant hey man i gotta leave you're gonna stay and by the way you can have my place at the orgy on the hill yeah villa more you know what that means Mm -hmm. everybody knows what villa more means around here i'm like do they because you only have (laughs) academics and then a drug trafficker (laughs) an adventurer yeah Bournet, he's 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 they, they, he's like he's an adventurer and a drug Bond trafficker. Bar, you know? he, he is, and he does carry himself with his wonderful confidence. So he's also a ruthless killer. And yeah, so he says, "Dude, go up, go to the orgy. Have fun." Yeah. You know? So they're doing the orgy in the cellar. Important point: they're down in this cellar, about to get the orgy going, and everything starts shaking. There's explosions. There's a nuclear explosion. The Russians attacked. And are they Russians? 
I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, they always say the enemy or the other side. And well, I think they're trying to be like, let's, if we're making this in Spain in the 70s and you're right in the middle between the US and the Soviet Union, you're like, let's not, like, let's just not call people out. You're absolutely right. That's probably why they show Lenin, but yeah. then say comrade, yeah. but they're not going to say those darn Ruskies. You know what I mean? You're right. They're probably, because they were not necessarily, you know, if Russia said, hey, we don't like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot Spain could do. They could be in some trouble. No offense to Spain. So I want to point out that we've already dropped like 40 minutes into the Good. movie. This is going to be a nice tight episode because they because, – Because there's so much – like it's not even – you know, what do you call that type of filmmaking, Michael? You know this, like where there's a lot of just like, hey, we're going to try to build tension by like – we're just going to introduce people and then jump to another well, scene. And- that, that's what, like the opening, the opening several minutes, as you as you pointed, there's a lot of scene drama. It, and it, it was something I kind of liked that made me laugh a little bit because it reminded me of those 1970s disaster films like Airport, where, you know, you're meeting everyone. The, oh, the first half hour is, you know, Roddy McDowell yeah. getting out of a limousine <laughs> and Richard Crenna is this crook who's yeah. got a bag of diamonds he's trying to smuggle, you know, and you're like, meet all these people. They're like, oh, we're going to get on the plane. It's going to be great. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what's happening here, yeah. you know. And then after this sort of, you know, this call it the sequence is what you would, because you're just meeting all these people. We get to the villa. We get to this. And all of a sudden it drags out like some of the later episodes of The Walking Dead where you're just like, oh my God, why are you talking all the time? Get to the zombies. Yeah. There's not even zombies in this <laughs> no. though. There's a, Because everybody who wasn't underground went blind. Yeah. It was like a night of the comet Which m- is not a side effect of a <laughs> nuclear explosion. <laughs> I found that out. I didn't really need to look it up, but that is, I, somebody wrote, that's not really a side effect. And I went, oh, how many nuclear blasts have you been in, sir? Yeah, exactly. You know? So, so they, they end up they're, they're, they're the only people who aren't blind. Yeah. The village they go down to. And everyone down there is like, oh, and it is important. Early on, one of the girls gives money to a blind beggar. There's a blind man tapping a, his little thing. That's important because he's, he's already blind. He's been living blind for a long yeah. time. He knows the way around this village. He's got it down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so he becomes the leader of the blind. The blind leading the blind, Jason. Do you ever, do, so some, so, I, you know, and we've talked about this before in some episodes. Some people write like plot summaries for movies and they don't watch the movie because some of the plot summaries says this group of people on this, you know, manor discover a sinister cult, like of blind people in the town. And I'm like, what, like, how are we saying that this is some sort of sinister cult that's doing something? Like it, we're talking days at like days after the ball. It's just the whole town's blind. <laughs> I, I agree. A lot of the research, I, I... And it reminds me of, like, the Mega Man, of that group that was doing something. Yeah. And, I, again, and, when I saw this, the blurb, I thought that's what we were getting into. I thought I'd be like, this is going to be a creepy, weird movie. I didn't think it was going to bore the hell out of me. And it, it's boring. This it is. is a boring movie. Yeah. Um, I was, that, that dungeon scene where all of a sudden they start talking like, and we're here to worship. And I'm thinking, now we're getting to it. Yeah. Marquis de Sade. I'm like, okay, oh, what and, movie is this? And, and when Bourne <laughs> swaggers in, he has a line. He goes, he, he says to Vasily, I hope you enjoy pleasure yeah. as we, we do, do without limits. <laughs> because they the way they describe it, they go, the women come out and they're on these sheer gowns. Yeah. You can see right through them. And they're saying, hey, man. You can do whatever you want. These women will do whatever you want. Just go as far as you can with pleasure, 
which at that point would make me think, where are the hidden cameras? Because this is blackmail material right here. Well, but and then and then they go like, the women will be punished if they don't. The only catch is you got to do it in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so go do it, Robert California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly. I go, I don't think I want to be here anymore. And that is the brief bit of nudity you see in it through their sheer dress. One other time. One other time when, when later Luna. on. When Clara and, uh, is it Clara? No, Luna. You do see Luna. Oh, that's right, Luna. And Clara, too, when she's making out with Fulton. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Who is, her name's Nadiuska. Yeah. She kind of looks like Sophia Loren. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah, there's, she had a career, then she was diagnosed schizophrenic and institutionalized. Yeah, I read that's that. Where it was, she really, it was, really, sa- it was yeah. really sad. I, yeah. you know, I wonder if it had anything to do with making this movie. Well, so we have this group of people. We have two scientists, Roberts and Nasir. Fulton. Nassier. Nassier. Fulton. Nassier. Yeah. Okay. Like, like the hockey player. Okay. And then we have Fulton, who is a scientist plus a spy, plus works for this commission, plus codenamed Bluebird. He gets pulled up over by the cops. And, yeah. and he's, he's going, hey, what's going on? And I'm sorry, cop. And, and they go, no, no, we were told to <laughs> find you. You got to call the office. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this guy's got a big, he's a big wheel in the cracker factory, I'm guessing. And, and so you have academics, you have an ambassador's attache, Vasily, and then you have Borne, this drug trafficker slash adventurer. adventurer. Probably a chef. It, so it's an odd group to say these are elites. And then do you think like like Fulton? I'm thinking, is this something that he really like? Like he's like, I'm down for this. Well, but also, Jason, he kind of knows what's going on. Yeah. Because he takes a call and he goes, you know, whoever he talks to, he says, well, here's the deal. Yeah. They're either going to bomb us or they're not. Yeah. And if they do, they're not a damn thing we could do about it. Really, they needed him to call in so he could tell them this, these gems, these pearls of wisdom. That, yeah, if they throw a bomb at us, we're all dead. And then I love that he goes, it's almost as if he's, he's, he goes, you know what? If they're going to bomb us, I'm going to go to an orgy. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go party Why and not? have an orgy. I kind of get it, yeah. you know? But <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't think, maybe get out of town. He doesn't think I'm going to gather a bunch of stuff, go underground. He goes, I'm going to go get an orgy on. But this is like another 70s movie where academic professors are put in the same category as like wealthy, you know, Railroad barons of like like Kingdom of the Spider, where she's driving in the Mercedes. We're like, is that who we think the yeah. leads? Like university professors. <laughs> I, I it does. I I do get it in the sense of you know if you're looking at the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, you know we're gonna we're gonna go. We're not just gonna say hey, it's a bunch of you know bunch of tech guys. Yeah. It's like you're gonna have tech and you're gonna bunch have of politicians. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be all the all the elites, all yeah. those people who look down on yeah. us, the proletariat. You know, because <laughs> literally they're up on a hill yeah. in a villa just being decadent, living decadent lives, which you see in so many different walks in so many um throughout history yeah. in so many uh what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, this is societies, I guess. You see in so many societies where it's just this decadence that leads to the fall. And that's, Rome. you know, and I mean, I didn't come across anything like this, but Francisco Franco, who had was dictator of Spain yeah. for several decades, had just died. And by the time, like the end of it, there was a whole like ruling class that was just had all the money. Yeah. And then most of like, again, 99% of the people were struggling to get by you know, so I think maybe there was a little bit of that going on. Probably. They, it, I, just, it, I bet it wasn't this boring. I, mean, <laughs> I bet they were actually getting to the orgies. <laughs> I do like throughout the beginning to, to let us know that we're on a timeline. Everybody said from from Borne said, I need that agreement countersign in Cairo by Monday. And everybody's like, I'll see you Monday. Like, I'm like, okay, 
I highlighted, like, there's like four people. There's like four Mondays to the first five minutes. I'm like, okay, Monday, that's an important day. Well, and I, I do appreciate that they have their party orgies yeah. on Friday. Yeah. It's not, you know, Wednesday, come on, I got to get up early. It's yeah. like, you think these people could have it whenever they yeah. want. And Sunday, you know, that's planning for the new week. So. Bournet's doing target practice with real birds. Like, right off the bat, he's just this sort of, you can tell he's this man's man and very much, you know, powerful. Because he does, he tells his man, yeah. you know, we need that sign. And the guy, the guy, is, guy goes, whoa, that, that's a big ask, man. And he goes, get it done. Good. Go to Egypt. <laughs> Get this countersign. Yeah, I'm going to light a cigar now. <laughs> well, Fulton's drinking brandy midday because, you know, it's Europe. <laughs> oh, yeah. He walks in. I, he goes into the bar. For some reason, they focus on the bartender who's over here. And he's going, whoa, whoa I'm hearing some stuff. I kind of thought the first time, is this going to come back on them? Like, but the bartender seemed to think, I'm hearing some stuff I'm not I supposed to The same hear. thing. I'm like, oh, something's going to like, No, just, it's just bad yeah. go filmmaking. Yeah, it's just we got to have something. Before we continue, I, I do... We need to. Uh, I'm gonna finish some of my beer. Um, the sound. I mean, the music. The <laughs> for this. It reminded me of 1950s soap opera a lot. Like, like I'm like, I think he just took whatever the studio had. Oh, I'm sure he he went into the library because yeah. he said I can't pay anybody. Yeah. And I love that he said that because Berta. One of the women we find out, for whatever reason, they made it a big issue that she, they're like, Bert is coming. She's like, she used to work in the business. Now she has kids. But she looks like a 70s sitcom mom. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we find out one interesting thing is we find out she was lovers with Lily. And did Lily give her one of the kids? Like, that, there's a dialogue that I don't understand. Give She's her like, a cat. Oh, a cat. That, well, you remember the first gift you gave me? Yeah. was a cat. I thought she said the, the first kid. man I gave you. No, no, it was the first <laughs> gift. And she gave her a cat because she said, I still have, have it. Still have it. Yeah. But they, thinking, they were lovers. And yeah. I, that was it for the time. Yeah. That was, I'm, su- I'm surprised for the American version, they didn't cut that scene. Yeah. There, they were, there was no, there was no, the, the hottest it got was them, was Berta nuzzling Lily's neck. They were, they were snuggling. It was sweet. It was sweet, you know? And I, I'm not going to lie. When I heard there was there was an extended version, I, I, think that's I, look, I looked a little bit. I, and then I realized, oh, it's not. It's that just scene, more that, dialogue. That scene just snuggles. Yeah. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so, um, The tip of the, I was about to say. Tip, tip, tip of, of the, the cow. cow. <laughs> you, you're, you're struggling with that. Tip the cow. Tip the cow, baby. I'm going to read the back. Have you ever reveled in the essence of a chocolate-covered espresso bean? Yes. How about the form of a beer? Yes. The full-bodied creamy milk stout has been touched by the gentle hands of sidecar coffee roasters, resulting in a rich but smooth option, boasting notes of roast and cocoa alongside velvety sweetness. They did a good job of that. That's really what it tastes like, velvety sweetness. I mean, this is a nice, like you said, morning beer. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Single Speed. And you said Waterloo. Yes. Waterloo. I the original, they have uh, Waterloo, Cedar Falls. I think they I think they just opened one in Des Moines. They've got a few spaces. They're doing really well. Um, and I, you can get it. I can find this. I can find it when I'm in Dubuque. It's, Waterloo is about an hour and 20 minutes west of Dubuque. Short drive. Not bad at all. So, uh, yeah, I contacted them, and they, they were – my nephew actually works at the one in Waterloo. He kind of does – he wants to get into the business, yeah. and so he's helping out wherever he can. And um, gave me, he got me this nice glass I'm drinking from, sort of a little mug, yeah. great little mug, side single speed. You'll see it on the – when we post uh, for the episode. That mug design with the, the dimpled 
Yeah, it, I, it has a name, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. and, and it's a really sure it's old a style, style. It's like, old yeah. school. Like yeah. I don't know I, if it's I like them. as I do yeah. too, man. They're really cool. Um, yeah. I, I I ordered um, a set of glasses like that to replace glasses that all broke from our wedding. Oh, I, and um, <laughs> this is an example of a, a firm. They just put it in a box and had Amazon send it with no wrapping. <laughs> so when I got the box, I watched the Amazon guy put the box on the porch and he's like and they take the picture and walks off and i open the box it was all shattered <laughs> so thanks like, a lot there was no there was no wrapping like it didn't it didn't go through the quality control whoever like sent that out <laughs> they just put glasses in a box and melted. distracted because maybe they were watching <laughs> the people who own the dark and they're going where's all the sexy orgy stuff man <laughs> so no we had a great time because they have full-on they have a, a restaurant so there's food Tons of beer. It's a cool space. Uh, I, I took a bunch of pictures that we, at this point, you'll see them because they're out on Excellent. our on our uh, social social media. But um, yeah, they're super super welcoming. Anyway, anyway, not, uh, guys, guess we gotta get back to the movie. Um, so uh, <laughs> they they decide. Vasily tells Fulton, "You need." He knows what's up, and he says, "You need to tell everybody. You need to come clean. Tell them what happened." And so Fulton does. He says, there's a nuclear explosion, maybe two. I love just like, yeah, one, two, one's enough, bro. Uh, And he says, here are our options. We can flee or we can stay. And he said, the radiation is coming. And Lily, or is it Clara? It's Lily. Lily. She is the hostess. Yes. And she says, this is my home. I'm not leaving. Which is always good and you know when radiation's coming. To I, say. And and I love that that everybody goes, Yeah, that's what we're doing yeah. too. I mean we have lots of cars. I mean <laughs> I don't know why they have to stay. So they I mean, just, this is a lily packed us with food, such as the staples of a decadent lifestyle of Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerios and milk. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do think it interesting because Fulton, they go into the, the cellar and he says, Well, this is a this is a good place to go. Yeah. You know, this is if you're going to avoid radiation, yeah, he you says, go like, underground. This is what the Chinese do. Yeah, and I'm like, what? He's a worldly man, man. <laughs> I thought there, and so we do have to mention, and I, I think it's it's clear now that this is a dub. This is a Spanish movie. We mentioned at the beginning. It's dub. So every once in a while, the dialogue or the sound effects, like that earthquake, that that scene when they're dudging and the whole house starts shaking. It's right out of a '70s movie, but someone screams. Yeah. And every time I watch it, it pulls me out of it because I'm like, what, what are they screaming about? I mean, and it's like a hard shake. thing, like, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, that seems over. <laughs> I don't know if when they're dubbing it, I have no idea. Like We got to add in a scream. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the scream from the library. Yeah. Just put it in there. No one no, will know. What's that famous scream that they use? Oh, uh, yes. I, I can't remember. I just was reading about that again. The Wilhelm or something yes, like that, something yeah. similar like that. But it was a screen. It pulls every when I watched this, as I was trying to fall asleep, because that's what I was using it for. That scream every time, I'm like that's odd. If I'm looking around, like who's actually screaming? Is it one of the five ladies? It gets more <laughs> odd, you know, because they decide they, this is their plan. They go, hey, we've got food, but we don't have enough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. tomorrow we're gonna go into the village and just loot. Wars happened. That's what you do. Exactly. <laughs> so they cruise into town, and there's the guy, the main blind guy, and he says, "Hey, you guys come to help?" Yeah. yeah. And Borne goes, "We're getting food first, right?" And they run into a blind guy with a gun, who's I guess keeping guard. Well, I, and he, dude, he, okay, we, we've talked about. I don't know if we really mentioned it, but only one guy was br- blind prior to yesterday. 
Everybody in this village is now blind. They get around so well. Like this dude's keeping guard and he's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, they, they looks like they get around so well, but anytime when you're interacting with them, you, you, you look at them like, how are they actually doing this? Because it looks like a mess. <laughs> I, to, I, I told you, if I, if I blindfolded you and spun you in circles right now and said, get out of here, you'd be bumping all over. These people find their way up to the damn villa. They, they're in a monastery. Somehow this blind guy is like, do they, have, they don't discuss any magic powers they've got. They just are blind. Then this blind guy's leading them. And so the dude with the gun gets cur- killed by the pimp, Victor. Yeah. People, they're, they like. They're on edge all of a sudden. Yes. I, I, I get like after these movies often have, you yeah. know, like people change. You, you get people's true character when something like this happens. But it's in a snap. Yeah. He just stabs this blind dude. Switchblade out. He got a switchblade. <laughs> and everyone's going, what the hell is wrong with you? And he goes, he's going to kill us. And I, I just go, no, we're, he's blind. Yeah. We we're just going to slowly walk behind him yeah. and then push him and take the gun. Yeah. We didn't have to kill him. So then they, they get a bunch of stuff. Take all the food. All the because food. Because apparently the villagers down the monastery, they've probably taken care of themselves. They, they, it, if they would have been smart, they would have gotten the food too. I, and when I, yeah, exactly. They can get around so well. And they're, the but they're, we're just going to go to a monastery and bump into each other. And I'll tell you one cruel little thing they did was when they get to the monastery, all these people, and for whatever reason, they, they, Tied blindfolds on. Well, they're blind. I don't think they had the special effects, and they That's wanted exactly. people. And so they're like, "We're going to pass out sunglasses." And like, they should have watched the Devil's Express, yeah, yeah. and they could have drawn on Eyes. eyelids. <laughs> because <laughs> but, that scene of but, them walking around in that. I'll that. tell you something that I just thought was a, a like a bit much was they had a baby crying the yeah, whole time. I you heard a baby crying. I thought, "Ooh, that's pretty dark." Like because you know the baby's blind. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it was underground, who knows? Yeah, and of course, like of course, Victor's outside with a gun, and he, a bunch of blind guys just come walking up. And I don't even think they were being threatening. No, and he opens fire. He, he kills he them all. Them down like seven people, and they go whoa! They come out and Roberts, which I also was he just? I guess they left him there to guard the food. I'm assuming. Yeah. So Roberts chokes him out, kills him, and then he snaps. Robert's character is his beard gross. going blue. Like, is it radiation turning his beard blue? In I, the movie? or is it? He is that's so just gross. Film just, he's just a disgusting person. Yeah. There's everything about him was gross. And I'm not sure this um, another doctor. What's his name again? Messier. Messier. If he's a real doctor, because Roberts looks like he only chokes Victor for a second and he drops, and then everybody's like, "Yep, he's dead." And I'm like, "How do you know?" <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Like, because. Messier, when he's later on, when he's checking the women, the maids in the household who were above ground and died, instead of checking the wrist for heartbeat, he puts his hand on her chest. And I'm like, is that what doctors do in Spain? Cop and a feel. I mean, he, he, he's, he said, I came here for an orgy. And yeah. damn it, I'm yeah. going to get some yeah. feels. <laughs> they just leave Victor. And, and nobody even says like, oh, we should probably take back the body. You're like, man, you know. Yeah. And they go back and they just go, yeah, he's dead. How'd he die? Well, he died. Yeah, and no one wants to say... Hey, Lily, Roberts, there's something wrong with him now. He started murdering people. Yeah, because he, he's driving back to the Villa Moore, and he's having these flashbacks. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. We're going to now focus on Roberts. And they're like, nah, we're not going to go that. Not until he, 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 he crawls around person. nude with yeah. a pig mask on, yeah. which is, you know, again, I don't know. Just yeah. the decadence has overwhelmed him, and he's just a pig, <laughs> just a fat pig. Because he's a hefty fellow. Yeah. But this was Lily's, this was their host. And no one wants to tell. Even Fulton looks at Lily and he's like, he shrugs. Eh. 
Yeah, he did. What are you going to do? Yeah, it was, it was like Goodfellas. Ah, he's dead. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about it. You know? <laughs> well, okay. And she's all upset. She's like, tell me the truth. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, explain it and say, dude went off. Like, he was, he snapped. There is really not a lot we could do about it. Roberts did kill him because he just murdered a bunch of blind people. Like, I wouldn't be happy, but I'd understand that. I think in Lily, I would think too. Yeah. Oh, these people aren't real. So, I, why do yeah, I care? Yeah. And so, what, <laughs> but the you, ant, there is the ant. We're on to the ants. Well, before that, before we get to oh, the ants, okay. that scene, do you believe that it's them, it's it's Victor killing that crowd of people that leads to them, like the other blind guy saying, you know what, we're going to get a revenge on this group of people? Oh, 100%. Because but, he's, he asks them for help. But how, how does he know who these people are? I, Where how, they live? How did he, how did he get him into the monastery? <laughs> Again, I think this is sort of like that that take on you know a society or you know the class thing where they're up on the they go up on the hill, take drugs and have orgies, and that's where we're gonna you know we're gonna rise up against them. Yeah, I know it's it makes no little to no sense because they're driving up to the villa yeah. and he gets uh, he gets like dozens of blind people. Up there at in night a, in a very they're short. Blind, so night doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, come on, Jason. That was a bad joke. Have some respect for the blind. <laughs> but he does. He leads them all over the place. Teaches them the stick move. Like they're all using the sticks. And <laughs> I mean, no, it's it makes no sense. It, and I don't know why when you're writing this, I'm, I don't know why they didn't say let's take a little more of a science fiction approach yeah. where these like this mutated them yeah. and like they have I don't know daredevil. Like sonar skills. No, they're just a bunch of blind people. And I'm so sorry, but just take someone who's blind for 12 hours. I just became blind yesterday. They, you know, and it takes a blind, long time. I, having, I'm just, yeah. actually, I just saw a guy the other day crossing the street. He had the stick and there was a, a moment where I thought I was going to say, can I help you? And then I had that whole thing yeah. where I went, is that going to be insulting? Like, and he got across the street fine, but he had the stick. And I, and I went, that guy's been blind for a while. Yeah. You know these just, people are like hours, and yeah. all of a sudden they're walking, which looks like clearly at least a thirty-minute drive. You know, and then they the, lay ambush. They're laying an ambush in a field when Berta gets it like that. And, and you don't hear a bunch of blind people like in, in like all they were doing was bumping into each other and moaning yeah, exactly. in the monastery. And then he gets them out of there, and they go, "We're going to remove stealth." Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all special forces now. But they are being led by the but, blind beggar from the beginning, and he's pretty nasty. He's yeah. he's kind of like this is my, this is my day. And this is my day. <laughs> and they set upon that house. It's, it becomes a siege movie. In fact, you know, recently we did Escape from New York and we talked about John Carpenter. Some people said that this, mo- this movie now changes to almost, it was Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah. Where it's just a siege where they're in the house and they're trying to prevent these people from getting in. So you're trying to prevent a, a, a manor, blind a people. A villa. A villa, blind <laughs> people getting in. And somehow. Fulton and Clara. Or outside, he's looking at the ants. And I mean, this is, I thought, I kind of like this part because he's saying, you know, the ants, They she said, they don't know what's what's happening. And he said, oh, they do. And he said, they know before us and they're going to be underground where we're going to go. They're going to do it faster than us though. And he's like, there's a there's a, there's a a lesson here. Yeah, symbol. And then he messes with the anthill. He sticks those. No, he's in. like poking at them. Yeah. And then he just sets a rock next to so it. He's like, look at, almost my like, look at them. <laughs> look at them in their finery. So, <laughs> But that's that is kind of a key thing because later they are gone. He goes down to look. He goes, "Oh shit, <laughs> they're gone," which is kind of you know it's it's the canary in a coal mine yeah. thing basically, and that would be a pretty f- scary thing to go. Oh, 
they're gone, that means we're up to our necks in radiation. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. So. Nighttime you, siege. Boy, they lay siege better than, you know, non-blind people. Yeah. They just show up out of nowhere, throw rocks really accurately. I know, really. They, I, <laughs> I'm like, how? I mean, there's no, like, there's, I, this is where I'm like, okay, like willful it, suspension of disbelief at a certain point, but I'm like, this doesn't make any come sense. Come on, suspension of disbelief <laughs> only works when it's not this ridiculous <laughs> that blind people are standing and standing outside throwing rocks through windows. I think it would have been. I think it would have been a nice touch if they just first they just heard rocks hitting the house yeah. and just pelting, pelting, yeah. pelting until finally one. Like, yeah. Oh, got it, got that it. That way. Yeah. So they're under siege, and they do. They get rolled over. These guys suck at yeah. fighting a siege because the blind people grab a car, start it, move it up the hill, and then ram it right into the and house. And I'm thinking, okay, so. I guess in the 70s, you leave your keys in the car. Otherwise, they had to hotwire it. I mean, and, and then... At this point, I'm not going to put it past them that they yeah. can hotwire And then we didn't miss a scene because, you know, there's a lot of... Like, Vasily and Marianne, the two youngest people, they decide to... to or it's left. Marion. Marion. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm anglicizing all these Spanish names. <laughs> they decide to leave and take off. Oh, and, yeah. And they end up going down to the village. Well, and Bornet's going to kill him. Yeah. I, I love that. That He goes, well, his reaction, they, they take off. They have several cars, and they're taking off in a car. And his reaction is, I'm going to blow their brains out. And Messier stops them. Yeah. And he's like, like what? what the hell is wrong with you? Let them go. But they go back to the village. I'm thinking, Vasily, you were there. Yeah. You just mowed down a bunch of the blindies, and they probably aren't going to be thrilled. Well, how would they even know? I, I, Jason, okay, yes, exactly. How would they know they these show up, people from another town saying, we're looking for help? They show up in town, and which I do love. They're like, let's, es- let's escape five miles down. Like, not even. Like, just let's escape down the hill. They're not trying to get away. They're just, we're just going to move through the yeah. village, I guess. But they get overwhelmed and killed. But we keep talking about this. Okay, they're blind. Not trying to be mean to the blind, but you go, why don't you just act blind? Yeah. Or just, you know, say, hey, we need help. Uh, yeah, get those people. They just yeah. ran down that alley that yeah, way. Horrible, horrible <laughs> people. Oh, just take a stick and start knocking it around. You could, you could yeah. pass. I feel like I could pass off as blind. Exactly. In front of a bunch of blind And people. also, I don't know how this group knows that these two people were involved <laughs> in that other thing. Heightened smell. You, they go, he smells like those people. Yeah, he smells He elite. smells like the bourgeois. Has he been eating the, the choy out of cans <laughs> for days? <laughs> the bourgeoisie is here. He was drinking wine but with it, drugs. Anyways, because during the siege. It smells like wannabe orgy. <laughs> they didn't really get to the orgy. Pre-orgy. They smell like pre-orgy. <laughs> and the reason it's important, because part of the siege, somehow the blind get on the second story. Wait, they, and they're going to dig a hole down to the first story? Pounded through the floor. I, I, Once and, again. And why? Why did they do They what? drugged their bodies up there. They yeah. did this only to drop Marion and Vasily through the floor. And it looks like a, it's, it, they did it because. That's I the think, scariest part. I, I think the special effects guy goes, this is going to be pretty creepy. And that's the only thing because you're thinking logistically wise, why would they do this? Her, and, and how could they do this? They're blind. How? Yeah. Are they rappelling? <laughs> are, are they climbing up the dam? I mean, yeah. How are they getting up there? How are they going? This is where we need to pound through. Yeah. I, I, again, I would have been great if they did it way on a, yeah. the wrong part. So they're just like, ah, oh, we got them. And got they, they don't see it because they're like, you know, five wings away. <laughs> if, if, if there's, this if, could be a comedy. Yeah, we could, could redo be. this and make it a hilarious yeah, comedy. Yeah, but, but didn't, didn't Woody Allen do something like that where he took a a, 
a Japanese spy thriller and he redubbed yes. all the language. Like, what's up, Tiger Lily? Yeah. Or something like that or something very similar. This but has potential. This does have potential. <laughs> it, it really does. But you're right. They they do all this. And meanwhile, they're going, oh, Berta's over there. They're like, be, be and Berta, be quiet. And she, of course, you can't be. She no. drops something. And the blind go, whoa, that must be a C in person. Yeah. <laughs> what, so um, you mentioned that. And I so... There was a movie that John Krasinski and his wife made where aliens came and you had to be completely quiet. Yeah. But that's how all of a sudden. Don't say stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's all of a sudden the movie's like, you got to be completely quiet because all these blind people, they're going to turn around well, again, with their though, sticks. You don't really have to be that and quiet. A you, lot of them are elderly too. I'm just pointing this out. Like elderly blind people is, that's who you're going to make a villain just, in this it, movie. It's just, yeah. So it, there's just no way to say it without sounding cruel, but it's like, I feel like you just sort of quickly walk through yeah, a trip. Push them over. Trip them. There's tripping to be had. Or again, just take a stick and knock it around and go, oh yeah, let's get them. Let's get them. As you work your way to the exit. Yeah. Just off you go. Because it does seem like. And then just to- briskly walk away. Because I'm sorry, you're blind. No, it is. You're newly blind. You're newly blind. Because I know people who've been blind their whole life, yeah. or people who've been Not blind a long time. Not trying to make fun of like they can, they can get around yeah. really well. I'm always extremely impressed because I don't. I just feel like I don't know if I have it in me. Yeah, but was, they can get around really well. But people, if if you found somebody who had said, "Oh, I went blind," you know, 20 years ago, I get around well. I go, "Hey, how was the first day? Were you bopping around?" Was it easy? They go, no, that was a horrible, horrible day. <laughs> yeah, cause did you see the bird box where, you know, you had to blind yourself so that you could not see the creatures yes. that you wouldn't recognize and see how difficult it was for them even to go shopping or drive because it was extremely difficult. These people all said, like, day two, like, I'm like Daredevil. Like, yeah, I can see everything. They're, they're, they're not They're not even like, like, oh, my God, I'm blind. They're, let's get revenge on people. Let's go get people. We're going to, let's conspire. I mean, that's some resilience. That's that Spanish resilience I've never heard about. But there is a part now where, you know, Fulton, like they, they, it's the house is under siege and they find like, we have to go back to the dungeon, the the orgy, Marquis de Sade worship um, dinner setting. And Fulton and Borne are really able to just push the blind people off really easily. All of a sudden I'm like, wait a second. Like, where was this? Where was this when they, they were trying to break in? I know. You let them overrun you, and now you're the ants because yeah. the ants have fled, yeah. and now you're fleeing. So they get in, they pull the door shut, and all of a sudden they're like, um, let's do a head count. Holy crap, Luna's Oh, out. poor Luna. <laughs> she's this beautiful black woman who was on the cover of European Vogue. Yes. That was a tidbit we learned about her. That was, that's character development in yes. this movie. Absolutely. So she's trapped in the kitchen, and again, she's not being loud. They nope. find her, and you think she's going to get away, but the main blindy... He catches her, and they, you know. And then they're pounding on the door to the dungeon, and Fulton and Borne decide. Just start firing at it. We're going to fire at the door. That, just that's shoot a good it way. up. Just shoot it. Just <laughs> and what had happened is. Riddle they, it with bullets. They pushed Luna to the front of the door. And I'm thinking, like, oh, okay. This is what we did to your friend? Is that yeah. what they're doing? And, and then did they put acid on her eyes or what? I think, oh. he, well, he was saying, you know, well, let's, how are your eyes? Yeah. I think he pro- I think he just gouged them out. Because it looked like there was like green radiation goo. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I think they just gouged them out. But yeah, she dies. Yeah. And so they're down there and it's it's awful quiet. It's awful quiet. And yeah. Messier goes, maybe, maybe they left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... You all of a sudden, it's it's at their darkest moment, and all of a sudden, um, is it Roberts? Roberts has he has the transistor radio 
because Messier was playing with this radio. Of course, since there was a nuclear attack, the radios don't work, but he gave it to Roberts, who's, who's, who's crazy. He's yeah. acting like an animal. Yeah, he's a bluebeard. Yeah, that's exactly. He's just a weird, <laughs> gross, gross person. But his radio starts playing, yeah. and they're thinking, whoa. And of course, you know, it's, it's doing that all, hey, everybody. Yeah. Uh, go, attention, attention, please. Attention, go to the south. Find yeah. a main road and move to the south. Survivors, this is, for, this is a committee for civil rehabilitation <laughs> survivors. <laughs> yeah, which is a, an ominous name for something. Make your way to main highways. Do not eat any food that is not canned or water that is not bottled. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is what I love, is Lily goes... Oh, yeah, there's, by the way, there's a, another exit. We've been sitting here all night. And, yeah, it's over there. I'm, I'm not I sure. Just thought about it. I mean, yeah. So, so they, they, Fulton goes to get it. And, I mean, gasoline has a very specific smell. Yes. You can smell it. Yeah. And the blindies start pouring gasoline into the cellar. And Bournet and Messier and Roberts are sitting. They're just hanging back. And it takes them a long, long time because all this like river of gasoline trickles down right next to them until they go, hey, wait, that's gasoline. <laughs> They're going to burn us. <laughs> and so they flee. And I'm, this is, I, Jason, I would have ditched Roberts. Yeah. I, mean, I know Messier. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would, maybe I've never been in this situation, but Messier is just convinced we got to get him. We got to bring him along. And Bornet is going, no, leave him. I gotta say I'm with Bournet at this point. Yeah, Bournet also becomes Fulton, who is the the pretty much the the lead, de facto the, leader and, and like the the good guy. Besides having these villagers who are kind of a nameless horde, the bad guy in their midst because you always have to have someone like group dynamics that create tension. Bournet is like he becomes he gets worse and worse and worse as like as we're like minutes away from freedom. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like I'm gonna go full bad guy now. <laughs> and, uh, and and I love it because he <laughs> they set a, set the fire. He he bails on yeah. on Messier and Roberts, and then he decides you know not only am I gonna just go rogue. I'm going to force you to go with me, which yeah. just boggles the mind. Yeah. I just, you know, if anything, you go, I, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going, I'm going on my own. Yeah. He was in the French foreign legion. He could take care of himself. He's an adventurer yeah. and a drug trafficker. Yeah. And French foreign legion. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. And I'm convinced he's probably a great chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Just guessing here. He, li- yeah, he, likes, his, it, he it, likes the cigars and he likes his drink. Yes. He boozes. <laughs> he boozes hard, but he does. It's it's just not enough to say you. I'm leaving. Yeah. He's making them go. He's, hey, you go, you go, and he forces them through the exit out into this field, yeah. which is where Berta I mean, gets it because the blindies, like the main blind guy, must have said, "Okay, a bunch of you go out and hunker down, and we'll surprise them and ambush them because we won't make a lot of sounds in like <laughs> scrub lay, habitat hillside, <laughs> lay in wait, yeah, you know? like where you can see for miles <laughs> around you, but somehow and, you're like, and they don't notice them. They don't notice the dozens and dozens of blind people <laughs> laying right next to the. The path. That was ridiculous. It's so bad. And they grab Berta, yeah. and the main blind guy comes out and goes, open her mouth, open her that mouth. That was like a brutal scene. Yeah, like, shot a it gun in there. Escalate like that really quickly. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Ron Burgundy. That escalated quickly. All right, we're up. before we get to the ultimate, oh, like. I'm so glad. Cheers again. Cheers I, again. You know, I got to tell you, not my favorite movie we've done. No, this this beer is so absolutely. good. So, Michael Romney, again, when you're doing a milk stout, are you actually adding a lot a of dairy a, to it? More often than not, they're adding lactose. Gives a bit of that creamier texture. Okay. So if you are lactose intolerant, 
check before you do it because I have seen it's becoming more of a thing now. And I probably because of that lactose intolerance, you're finding there are a few I've come across where they specify we don't use lactose. They get that creaminess in other ways. So this one does have lactose, but it's I mean, delicious. I know this. I'm, I'm a big fan. Like I said, I've, I've had it many times and they do different variations. There was a, they, they did like a, a mint sort of like, you know, mint chocolate chip. Yep ice cream they did like a mint they do several different variations of this uh they're all great kind of i i lean towards the originals and when when i they 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 gave me a couple of beers for us uh which was great super generous super super welcoming but one of the reasons i got this is this is their flagship it's delicious And, and oftentimes it's nice to get the flagship you know it's fun to get like special releases but you know their flagship is a delicious espresso milk stout which you like coffee. See, that's the other thing I was going to say. I really like coffee. And as we're drinking here, like I'm getting a little warmer. Yep. And, and it, you could. And you yeah, like stouts. I do. Yeah. And you get that coffee, that that espresso bean scent to it, that taste to it. So, I mean. And, and I, I like it. Um, I know some people aren't a fan of coffee. Our friend, coffee our, our friend Kat like is visiting. Yeah. And, and, I, and I had this poured before you came. I was setting up a picture for it. And, and I said, oh, Kat, if you want to you know, try this. And she smelled it and she went, no. And I found out she doesn't even like coffee. And she says, I don't like beer. And I really don't, don't like, like coffee. And I said, you are not, not going to like, like this, this beer because this does both of them really well. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's such an outstanding, tasty beer. 6.2%. And that's one of the things I like is that people always think stouts are going to be so heavy. This is a this is a very drinkable beer. I'm, I'm into my second one. Yeah. You know, I'm having a good time yeah. with it, you know? <laughs> I consider this my second coffee of the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I, I always think, I go, oh, this would be a great one. Throw a few of these if I was going camping. When I get up in the morning, yeah. you crack, because there's a couple of times I, I think it's okay to crack a beer first thing. Camping is one of them. If you're camping, it's okay. And Mondays. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're being laid siege to by a bunch of blindies yes. after a nuclear explosion. That's that's true. Yes. I'll Be- give you that one. <laughs> because we're down to three. Bornet, Fulton, and Clara. Yeah, and, and, when- and again, oh, Lily. Sorry. This, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just did sorry yeah. like I'm in letter, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Bornet, Fulton, Clara, and Lily because Lily has had it. Yeah. And she grabs Bornet. She's like, because you just let Berta go. And she grabs and starts screaming, hey, blindies, you Over stupid, here. insulting them. Yeah. You stupid. I'm like, you really don't have to do that. They're going to come get you. I think, <laughs> we, I think we've established they don't like you guys. <laughs> and, and they and Borne kills her, of course. Yeah. And then he shoots her in the shoulder. And but somehow like, he can't escape from a bunch of blind people. Well, you know when he's backing up, like there's a big bush. I'm like, wait a second. Come on. Yes. Is there someone in that bush? Run to the right. <laughs> Just turn and briskly walk to the right. And Fulton and Clara are doing the, what you exactly do in this moment. You stand still. You don't take she off running. She starts to scream, <laughs> and he has to cover her mouth. It's like, let's stand here. And and they walk by Jason. <laughs> yeah. They just, they're like, oh, I don't know where they're going, actually. Like, yeah, we're going to go find some more people aside. I don't know what they're doing. It's a very Simpsons moment. So they're trucking it through, and and we're getting to the end. Yes. And... and and she does have a great line because they're they're it's raining. They're taking yeah. refuge under like a bridge, and and uh, and where, where is it? Oh, oh! I just and, want to point out when that final scene where it leaves Fulton and Claire to run off. 
Borne does kill the leader of that group. Yes, which I'm thinking now they're just going to scatter. They're not going to yeah, know. They're leaderless. I, we're, uh, suddenly you go, holy crap. They're like, I, hey, how do we get back to town? We're on I, this mountain. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. We're out in a field. <laughs> I've been lost in the woods and I have sight. Yeah. I can't imagine being blind. But they're taking refuge under a bridge. And he's talking about, hey, man, they're going to need me now. I'm a big wheel in the cracker factory. I'm Fulton. Yeah. Bluebird. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. She goes, what are we going back to? That's a line she has. And I thought, I really like that. Like, what are what are you? Like, we don't know. We just were laid siege to by a village full of blind people, and they whooped our butt. <laughs> Why do we really? Do we really need? Maybe we just stay under the bridge, yeah. you know? But they're trucking it through. And, of course, it's like just one of those things where, for some reason, she can't walk. I, I like, hate this in movies like this. From it's that just so like, de- uh, I'm yeah. so weak now, either from radiation or something. I need to be carried by yeah. a man. It was. It's so just insulting, and it, it does nothing for the story. Uh, of course, I just like Fulton. Like that one romantic time, he's like Clara, I love you. I'm thinking, does he really? <laughs> Not the time. Not the time. But he, they, they find a road, and it, you, you would think they found an oasis in a desert. Like, There's a road. Oh, thank praise like, me. That's a main highway in Spain. All right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very. That's, that's like a lane. <laughs> and a and a groovy bus comes tooling along, and these two dudes get out with the you know weird hazmat suits, which don't the the helmet is very loosely fitting. I'm going radiation could get right up under there, brother. And he pulls out his badge. International Contingency Committee. And I'm like, oh, is that where he's from? Yeah. That's where he's a big will. They're like, hey, all right. The guy salutes him. They salute him. (laughs) And then they put him in the back of the bus. I thought this was going to be some trick where it was the blindies. They got on the bus. But there is blind people back there. Well, they are, but I thought they were going to be the blindies. And they're going to get on. They're going to go, ah, rise up. Why are these blind people attacking them? I I don't get it. Yeah. Why? Well, because you know what? They didn't come across a bunch of bourgeoisie people having an orgy who came down to town and shot a bunch of their friends. They were just like, we're wandering around blind, being proper blind people that just got blind yesterday. And they sit down, and the two dudes in the front, they call back to HQ, and they're saying, hey, we got Fulton, this guy. He's a real deal. We ID'd him and everything. Oh, hold on. Okay. And they call back and say, yeah, continue without without exception. Yeah, stage two decontamination operation twilight without exception and jason i don't quite get it because like with radiation would that be contagious it's not i don't understand why so and it, it i do like this moment because I'm, I'm gonna say it this is a bleak this is the most bleak ending to anything we've done it really is you can't you can't argue that it's a pretty d- downer of an ending because he's sitting fulton's looking around and he notices okay we're walled off from the cab, which isn't that weird yeah, to yeah. me. But he's looking around and he sees, he's just sort of noticing things like, I don't know if yeah. we're on the right bus. Yeah. And then when they do the decontamination, he knows. He goes, oh, we're being gassed. And he, it's a great reaction. And Claire is talking to him. I don't talk about the future, what yeah. they're going to do, where they're going to like, eat. I like so, vanilla ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> so, suddenly she's really happy about yeah. going back, you know. And he's just like, oh, we're dead. And the next thing, they're driving to God knows where, yeah. this landfill or something, and they just throw the bodies into a ditch with a bunch of bodies, yeah. and that's the end. And they close up on their faces. And, I think he and really they're playing went, Ode to Joy. Yeah, and I think he really wanted to close up on their eyes, but he's like, eh, hey, just shut it off at their faces. <laughs> I 
him. Can't we be we hit him over the head already I'm, with I'm it. I'm drinking. I am <laughs> drinking. But yeah, and they're playing Ode to Joy, yes. which is just great. It's a great piece of music. A little overused, but it's that. that's the end of it. That's it. Real downer of an ending. What other movies that do you remember that you enjoy that have really bleak endings like this? You put me on the spot like this, and I'm... Uh... I'll, I'll tell you one of mine while you're thinking about it. Um, do you ever see the Tom Jane, not the TV series, but the Tom, Thomas Jane version of The Mist? Oh, <laughs> I love it. That, that, that even so Stephen good. King said that ending is better than my book ending because that was a bleak, bleak ending. It's so good. It is so <laughs> not good. Not the TV series that um, they made afterwards, but the actual movie. I really like it. Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead, true. Yeah. Yeah. They drop, oh, tie in here because they drop a freaking <laughs> atom bomb on, on them. <laughs> they do. Yeah, that's that's one. But yeah, the the mist. I'm a big fan of the mist. I yeah. I enjoyed the movie. I didn't read the book, so but I I did read that. Yeah, the the ending to the movie is like way darker yeah. than the ending in the and book. Stephen King thought it was a really good ending. Yeah, it, oh, I can see why <laughs> because that is just you, the first time I saw it, I went no. Yeah. I re, I rewound yeah. it and I went back and said they actually did this. Yeah. Holy crap, that's amazing. So yeah, but this, for us, this is this is a downer of an ending. It is, and it was probably the high point of the movie. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of nudity. I mean, just so brief. I mean, call like, me a talking, pig. I don't care. You can but, talk you know, it's the amount of nudity in this. In I know, seconds. but you know, Nadiuska is nice naked, she is. and you know what? She looks like Sophia Loren, yeah. and I got a huge thing for yeah. Sophia Loren. Yeah, the woman in this movie, were she was never being naked, yeah. so I got to go with Nadiuska. <laughs> ah, we're gonna get in trouble anyway. Uh, I do need to. I, I mean, I here's the thing. I wouldn't recommend this. I don't. I don't hate this movie. I think you hate it more. I think it was. It was dull. It was extremely dull. It was it was dull, but it wasn't. I I don't have this like like hostile like something weird yeah. was just no, awful. Not hostile, just it was it was plotting. I would never and, watch this again. No, it will never. Show up if on a list. if some yeah if somebody said you know hey do you want to watch this I'd say we can watch something better. It was just it was just kind of dull. It was you know you can get into the whole society you know strata and yeah. the bourgeoisie, but you know at the end of the day. I kind of felt like I was a little duped. I thought this was going to be more. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking of either siege movies or the aftermath of a nuclear um, explosion. Uh, you know, I, I think Night like, of the Comet or damn, like Night of the Comet, Damnation, Damnation Alley. Alley. You know, even a boy and his dog with a young well, Sunny Crockett. You the know, Omega did a Man. Job. The yeah. Omega Man is far better. Yeah. Far better. Yeah, the Omega there, Man. There was more action in that movie and this is just well like, up till minute 50 almost you're like what is the thing is is those movie? all the movies we're talking about leaned into the science fiction yeah. this was trying to play for some sort of realism and i thought that's a really bad idea to say yeah. the realism and then we're just going to make all these people blind and somehow they're really successful at laying siege to places. Because if you cut out that early scene about this is like, the reason people are going to, you know, Villa Mora was because of like their disciples of Marquis de Sade. If you take that out, this is almost like a made-for-TV movie. Like the after effects of radiation and like this is how it impacts people because then you're like, what was that very beginning of the movie about? Like you don't even need that very beginning of the movie. You just, that was a way to get people there. But you could say, hey, you know what? A bunch of scientists are just going to meet and discuss because of this international interagency. I think, honestly, again, <laughs> I haven't come across anything like this. I think it was just doing that decadence yeah. of, you know, the upper class, the elites being decadent. This decadence will lead to yeah. rot of our they were sitting civilization. Like, hey, hey, I got some ideas. <laughs> Somebody had Pitching an idea. Ideas. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, tip the cow. 
Excellent. Hell yeah. Yeah. I would recommend, I recommend this all the time. Um, single speed guys. Thank you so much. You, you made this, this was what I was looking forward yeah. to. <laughs> I was grinding through this movie, watching it over and over saying, I need to watch it again. I should watch this again. Try to, I almost had Jane watching it. She was going to watch. I said, Oh, it's, you know, it's like the kind of a thing with the Omega man. And, She's like, that sounds kind of interesting. I, then I didn't. I didn't push it. I, I was um, watching it at one point, and the girls came in. They're what are you watching? It hadn't. It, it was past that point where it's just a siege movie, and they're like, "Can we watch Psych Dad or can we watch something?" I was like, "Yeah, turn something else. I'll finish this later." It was yeah, like the third this time. This is not I'm essential it. viewing, man. This is not essential <laughs> viewing. But uh, tip the cows, definitely. Absolutely. A cocoa espresso milk stout. If those things are your jam, get yeah. this. It's it's. It nails it. Yeah. Put I it mean, in your fallout shelter. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, ch- and, and look, because like I said, they do different variants on it that are, there's one with vanilla. I've had that. I've had several of the variants. Oh, yeah. Cause I, do di- I do dig some vanilla. Yeah. That vanilla and espresso, that cocoa, it's like such a beautiful thing. And then I think that about wraps this one up. This is Beer and Beer Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. <laughs>